0: Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, I'm joined by two very important members of the Cedia Expo 2021 planning team. Jason McGraw, Vice President of Cedia Expo for the show's management and ownership company, Emerald, is here to give us the more high-level view of the return of the in-person event this September 1st through 3rd. And, And Samantha Ventura, Senior VP of Education and Training at Cedia, will provide some guidance about what we should know regarding classes and training that is planned for this fall at the Indiana Convention Center. Amanda and Jason, welcome to the podcast. It's great to see you before things start getting too crazy in the run up to CEDIA Expo.
1: Wonderful to be here. Thanks, thanks,
0: Jeremy. Uh, they're actually crazy right now. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I I crazy. figured, figured <laughs> I was I was uh, imagining that uh, there's probably no break in the summer for you. So but apologies for that uh, assumption. <laughs> but uh, uh, I wanted to start with you, Jason. This is your first CEDIA Expo uh, in this role. Uh, After a long career in conference and uh, expo management planning, uh, you you most recently were with Avixo, of course, and and the Infocom show. Um, With the past year just being um, unlike, I mean, 2020 being unlike anything else that we've gone through um, as a society, uh, and not to mention trade shows and in-person events just being turned upside down. Uh, it can't have been an easy transition for you into a new role. Um, what what have what has it been like trying to figure out a new roadmap to get things up and going in person again?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been interesting. I, I've I've had the good fortune over the years to have attended uh, CD Expo in the past when I worked on the Infocom shows. As, as many know, Vixa and CD are partners on the Integrated Systems Europe show and. So I've had a, a long history in, in my past of, uh, you know, working with Cedia uh, organization and staff and, and also attending the Cedia Expo. And certainly uh, between Infocom and Cedia, there's a lot of uh, common exhibitor brands. Uh, so I definitely have a familiarity, uh, you know, with the show and the marketplace. Uh, certainly most of my uh, career with uh, VIXA was focusing on the commercial Side of the house, and now uh, we're looking inside the house at uh, the, the Cedia market. Um, but it's really exciting for me. I mean, I certainly love technology, A. Uh, I love organizing events. So it was a great uh, combination, a great opportunity for me to uh, to join Emerald uh, last fall and, and get the opportunity to lead the uh, CDA Expo. And I also oversee the kitchen and bath industry show that uh, Emerald manages for the National Kitchen and Bath Association, which is co located with the International Builder Show uh, coming up in February. So uh, now I'm, I'm fully immersed in, in the uh, the home and uh, home technology uh, industry. Uh, so it's exciting to get back. Uh, yes, this past year has been uh, incredible, devastating, shocking, unexpected. Uh, everybody's had to adjust and pivot and face a new reality and and still go forward, right? We've all been working remotely from home. That's certainly impacted. Uh, Technology in the home, which we're going to be addressing at CD Expo this fall, clearly. But, um, you know, we had a virtual event last September, uh, which, you know, kind of quick to, you know, shift gears and say, oh, we're not doing an in person show. We've got to do a virtual show. And, uh, you know, and that went off. It was okay. Uh, But, you know, it's been almost two years since meeting in person. And, uh, you know, something's been missing for everyone. There haven't been any events to go to. Uh, In the industry, no opportunities for face to face training and engagement and networking and seeing new products firsthand. So, so we think it's essential to get back uh, to business to be in person uh, this September in Indianapolis. And we're really excited to be planning for that uh, experience.
0: I want to get Samantha in on the conversation here, and then we'll circle back Jason and talk some more about some of that planning. But uh, Samantha, so um, you've already been looking at in-person uh, training opportunities for Cedia. Uh, has, has that... Gotten underway uh, yet? I know that it's on the schedule. Have you had some in person events?
1: Yes, we have. And um, we've had some at our headquarters in India and then, of course, uh, in the UK as well. Um, and they have been uh, attended well. And, you know, as Jason mentioned, people just would love to get back to business and also see other people and learn in person. Um, and I will echo Jason's thoughts. It was a really tough year, personally and professionally, for everybody. And we have a unique opportunity as, you know, a member association who who is a supportive largely of the industry. Um, we felt it was really important for us to meet the needs of our members and also just the industry at large. It was really tough last year and to have a fully virtual event, we did our very, very best. And, and. We use some of the um, findings from last year to inform how we're doing it this year. And so you're going to see a virtual element still there. So I think that there can be uh, truly a, a silver lining in every cloud, really. And in this case for us, we, we really evolved what our programming was and, and how our reach could be and kind of defibbed a little bit of our, I kind of say, bring it back to life a little bit, our program <laughs> programming um, and maybe bring in a few things that we would not necessarily have thought about before. Um, you know, it also pushed us with certification. We uh, know that we will always have our in-person certifications available to take um, our testing, but we also then moved to online as well for that. So we knew we were going to head towards that, but to have the need there, you know, necessity never made a good bargain. And for us, it was a time for us to figure out a way to meet the needs of everybody as best we can. Well, still recognizing personally, many of us were, were struggling as well last year and still into this year. So I think we're in a very interesting interesting situation. And as Jason mentioned, it's just exciting to be able to offer um, uh, this event in person. And of course, right here in our home, Indy, um, it just came together all uh, very, very well. And and so we're, we're hoping to that the strength of what we've been offering at headquarters and the, the numbers and the attendance will really show us and illustrate for us that a lot of people are ready to come and and be with us in person. And of course, if they can't because of travel restrictions, et cetera, we're still going to have the virtual element, but we're just excited to have everybody back home with us um, at expo this year.
0: Yeah. I I noticed that obviously I'm based in the Indy area, so I'm happy that it's located locally for me that that takes a lot of the stress out of it. Mm -hmm. However, I did just return from vacation in Orlando Mm -hmm. and went to the Disney parks where um, things are starting to return to some semblance of what it used to be uh, pr- prior to the pandemic. So I'm comfortable now. Finally, I think uh, mm-hmm. you know vac- fully vaccinated family, which is great. And I think when people um, start to get out in the world and expand their horizons beyond their local community, it's sort of it opens your eyes that okay, we can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, you just have to get that confidence back, and and then. Follow the rules where it where they exist. Certain things like flights and mm-hmm. expos and things have you you're going to wear your mask and and mm-hmm. be safe. But uh, I I would I would say that Jason from a planning standpoint, does it help to have at least a component uh, the CEDIA education arm of the show uh, locally uh, based? It seems like that must help a little bit in the grand scheme of planning. <laughs> There's got to be something that that is easier here rather, rather than uh, a challenge because it's mm-hmm. back to Back to what it used to be. Well, no way. doubt. Um, I was fortunate to, uh, with some of my colleagues, to have a site
2: visit of the Indiana Convention Center uh, back in April, and we were able to meet up with all of our colleagues from Cedia and also got a great tour of the Cedia headquarters, an uh, excellent facility, and uh, really a show place for the industry. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully everybody sure. will get an opportunity down the road to stop in and, and check it out. Um But yes, uh, having the opportunity um, in Indianapolis right now, they are hosting other trade shows. In fact, there's the Sweets and Snacks Expo uh, next week here at the end of June. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Jen Roth from the CDA team is going to stop in and and check it out for us and and see how it's going. Um, But, you know, uh, they've, of course, had the Indianapolis 500. And uh, so, you know, the Mm -hmm. city is definitely um, reopening and uh, we've been working very closely with the convention center and the city of indianapolis and visit indy uh convention bureau um you know regularly almost weekly now you know how are things going uh, how are you changing your health and safety protocols mask wearing mandates etc cetera, etc cetera? you know how many people are vaccinated in indianapolis are the bars and restaurants reopening those kind of things and uh the positive news is yes that's all happening it's it's uh, being mm-hmm. more conducive and uh, positive uh, environment for health and safety. Uh, vaccination rates are increasing, uh, restrictions are decreasing, and uh, we're looking forward to have uh, a very healthy and safe show this September and fully vaccinated individuals will not have to wear a mask. So that's, uh, that's great oh, news. Oh, excellent. That's uh, news to uh, me. That's yeah. breaking news, yeah. but we'll have an announcement shortly. Um, you know, we're still working on, you know, uh, social distancing and capacity, uh, issues. And of course, if you're unvaccinated, uh, you know, as the CDC recommends, you should wear a mask and, uh, and that uh, is our policy as well. So, um, you know, if you're not vaccinated, it's not a PSA here to go out and get vaccinated, but, uh, you know, certainly, uh, certainly helps But we understand that, uh, people make different choices, have different health issues, etc. And, and, um, right. But, you know, we, we're we definitely, um, you know, we'll still have cleaning regimens and, um, you know, yeah. making sure the the environment's safe and, and healthy for all who uh, wish to attend the show. We understand that, you know, globally, there's still some travel restrictions and so forth. Yeah. And, you know, adding on what Samantha mentioned, I mean, we're trying to capture as much of the show uh, and make it as available as possible, uh, you know, with recording sessions on the show floor and then. CETA conference program, having sessions on demand and working with our media partners to have, you know, more content aggregated from the show floor, having exhibitors, uh, have the ability to put content online through our show portal, those kind of things to make it accessible to all. So, you know, registration has been open now. Um, we encourage everyone who, who wants to attend the show in person or to attend the show, uh, remotely, uh, to, to register for the show. And, uh, you know, we've got hotel rooms there. Um, I can report from uh, my site visit trip that the city is wonderful, beautiful, walkable, clean, healthy, safe, and uh, just a great environment to have an expo and, um, and a great place to bring your family. You know, you're just in Orlando, Jeremy, on vacation. Well, Indianapolis is a great place for vacation as well. They have wonderful museums, parks, trails, um, activities and attractions and, uh, you know. Indianapolis is also located within half the United States population within 500 miles. So it's a great drivable, uh, city, you know, between Cleveland and Chicago, you know, Midwest, easy to fly to great airport. I could go on and on great bars and restaurants, as you know. (laughs) Uh, but, (laughs) uh, you know, those are all the things that you look for when you're planning a convention and a trade show, you know, that, do you have a great facility that's easy to do? In a city that's easy to do business in and, and to travel to, and that has the the hospitality and activities and uh, entertainment that that make for a great destination, a great experience. And that's that's really what we're focusing on is having a great experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the um, the return of in person. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things. When I was starting to think about it you just get this lockdown mentality when you're trying to be safe and and not venture out too far um, beyond your perimeter of your home and uh, i have to admit or acknowledge that i i was sort of hesitant know well, i don't know I, I i it's local so i'm gonna go but i'm definitely gonna you know be very safe i'm not gonna go out at night i'm gonna come back home because i'm local um this trip away it, it just really started to let let me feel like okay i'm gonna I am vaccinated. I'm going to trust the vaccination. Um, I'm going to trust the protocols. We we went to Disney because Disney is so strict. Mm-hmm. And we thought if we're going to do something fun, we want it to be within a parameter of something where, yeah, Florida is pretty much un- unleashed, but we we can go to the safe little pocket. And, and then they started re- re- uh, reducing their restrictions while we were there. We kind of went through that kind of adjustment period together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I told, turned to my wife the last night we were there cause we were in an enclosed space with a lot of people in a line and they had put up sort of barriers around and helped to keep us separated slightly. But I said, this is truly post pandemic moment mm. right here because we're, we're in, <laughs> in an enclosed space with strangers. Um, and, and you just, you kind of just have to like, let it happen at, at some point. Oh. But, uh, hope that everybody and you see people wearing masks that still need it for whatever reason and that's great um for uh, samantha th- there's got to be there's an element to that in person that's just so important that i think we're getting to here for you in the training side i know there's a hands-on element to what we what we do in this industry that can't be replicated with a virtual as much as you can do there um can you talk about the blend of the that what types of uh opportunities for for training are there going to be uh there in person and then the the combination with the virtual is there going to be a video taken Mm -hmm. of actual classes or are you just doing like more of the uh the the testing and that type of thing
1: so we are doing both we're um well let's back up for a second you're exactly right that It doesn't matter what kind of class you're offering, whether it is technical in nature, so a boot camp style class or even just a discussion based workshop. It is so nice to have people there for organic conversation. And that just cannot be replicated typically online. Um, It can be delivered well online, but there's just something about being able to be in person that that um, really fosters really good discussion. And so, you know, me teaching now, this is my 26th year, um, I will tell you that when the move went to online over a decade ago, it was really hard for me to adopt this. And so it's forced me out of my comfort zone, even just over the last 10, 12 years, to figure out ways to make sure that when something is there as a convenience or as a necessity, you make it the best that it can be. And so that's what our frame of mind has been in. The whole time. Um, The good news with this is often we have considered the technical classes that are really in person, hands-on, to be the ones we've really kind of laid out in a way to be very organized, making sure that we're hitting every single thing, and largely left our business classes to kind of um, work through themselves. Make sure. I mean, we have fabulous instructors anyway, so that's never been a, a worry, but this has now allowed us to be able to say, okay, let's audit our business class as well and figure out ways that we can also then implement things and not necessarily make assumptions that just because the way that they've been taught in the past is the way that they need to continue. So a lecture-based course, let's change it up. Let's make it a a workshop style. Um, Let's do uh, what we can with the classroom size that we have and the amount that we're having in the classrooms. Let's make sure that they're um, learning from each other in a way that maybe before we wouldn't have necessarily thought of. So while we do have some uh, tech and business, of course, we're having 42 business right now and and 54 technical classes, which is a great amount. Um, We will have some of them on demand later that are being recorded in person. And those are 22 of them. So you mentioned it, we have an all access pass. Somebody wants to come to the conference in person. We're so excited about that. And then they'll have access to the on demand later. And then of course, some of those courses, 22 of them being recorded at the event to be put on demand later. And that's great too, because in the past we've had people say, you have such a huge lineup. We're missing something while we're there. We can't be in two places at once. So often they will send, you know, somebody within their business to one and then they'll go to the other and then they report back. Now we have... um, 22 that we've chosen uh, based on feedback and also what we think is is a, a really good offering to tape there and then have put in the on-demand. So the one disappointment I will say is, you know, we're working real-time here. Jason mentioned it here, hot off the press related to masks and, and everything, that, that there is no, you know, we say set in stone as much as we love to make our, our events and everything uh, very clear, crystal clear from the very beginning. We're still working real-time, and so we've made choices based on things that we knew even just a month ago and that was related to a lot of the boot camp style classes that we would have had rack building those types of things we just couldn't offer and that was mm. also because of social distancing um, that's a disappointment for us and we had to recognize and acknowledge that and realize that for some people wanting to bring their texts this is going to be a bummer <laughs> honestly yeah. but then what do we get to offer instead and so that's where we got to look at what the lineup has in it. And I'm just really proud of the merge of the technical classes with a real business element. So before we kind of separated out, here's our business classes, here's our tech, and our instructors are mm-hmm. really good about connecting those dots. Now we've been much more purposeful. So within your business classes, can you please make sure evolve a little bit to make sure that for somebody in our industry, who's a business owner, wanting to know specifically, how do you sell, um, this particular, uh, type of product or this particular um, you know thing that we've offered in the industry what can we do how do we speak better on that well if we're going to teach you a good principle with sales it should be for anything that you're selling and so now mm-hmm. having those elements added in as opposed to just maybe a surface level sales class has been able to allow us to be a little more specific and so topics like ROI RMR project management, classes that we've evolved um, this year, I'm really, really excited about. And of course, next year, as you said, things are starting to settle down. I think we're what I would call on the in-between, um, not a Stranger Things reference, but just it is a Stranger <laughs> Things to me. We're in the in-between where you look around and you're like, well, I think this is our this is our normal now. Not even just a new normal. This is where we are, and so next year, as we start to look to bring back those uh, hands-on classes, we will still offer some of those ones that people have thought of as our tried and true. Um, they get to bring their text, their text learn in person, and they also get to learn some of the higher level as a business owner classes. But for this year, we are. Um, Excited about what we're offering. We think it's it's perfect for people coming right out of the pandemic. And there's truly going to be something for everybody. Um, and we also have a lot of new instructors this year, too, that we're super excited about getting involved. That's a benefit. Like, I think there was so much, um, not downtime. Everybody was busy last year. But time that was reflective. So for some people, mm-hmm. not necessarily considering themselves an instructor, this was a time for them to say, "You know what? I I see that they're putting in for their proposals. I are having us put in for our proposals. I might want to do that." And so we really worked with some new instructors this year too, and that's mm-hmm. exciting for us. Um, so there was a lot of uh, a good that came out of it too, in terms of how we could be reflective and and look to add new elements in that we can then move on into next year as well. We're always a, a, a whip, a work in progress here. Um, so as long as you're willing to embrace it um, good things can come out of it so really excited about that
0: well, we'll continue our conversation with jason mcgraw and samantha ventura after a short break
2: for 25 years leon has been dedicated to creating innovative products that mix art with audio and design with technology Knowing that technology is an integral part of modern interior design, Leon's collection of customizable speakers and technology concealment solutions is designed to deliver both sound and style to any space. From signature soundbars that seamlessly blend in with the display to art and frames that turn your TV into a work of art, Leon's products are built to order and handcrafted just for you to ensure a perfect match every time. Visit www.leonspeakers.com to learn more.
0: Welcome back. I'm talking with Jason McGraw and Samantha Ventura about CEDIA Expo 2021. Um, so, Samantha, just to follow up on what you were saying in terms of the content, um, has there? The, I'd love to learn a little bit more about the new instructors. The the idea of fresh blood and the in the mix there is always a, a good thing. Um, get some new perspectives, um, some new voices. Um, is there anything you can reveal in terms of content? There is it. Did that generate new ideas for classes, or were they filling spots for classes that you had created in the curriculum? How how'd that all work?
1: Yeah, both. So, always wanting to give a wonderful plug, a big plug for our uh, CD Academy, our online learning management system. Again, brand new, a work in progress of three years that culminated this year into it being launched. Very successful. Very excited about the classes we have in there. Um, and this was a little bit of a learning curve. So, some people would come, you know, have come to us and said, "I, you know, I've seen some of the classes you're offering, and they don't." Don't necessarily have as much of the new to the industry flair and it's like well that was very purposeful we have a lot of classes over 100 hours in our lms now in the academy we want people to take some of those that we feel you could do online and do very well learning they're very experiential and then we want you to come to like that next if you would call it 200 300 level at expo and so it is a little bit of a different uh i guess model you would say and so because of that it you know it drove probably when we were looking at our proposals that were being sent in uh, a feedback that for some of the people putting in proposals, this is good. This is probably what we you've seen we've done before. What we'd like you to do is kind of think outside the box um, hmm. and also let's think long term if you offer it this year, this way, what would you then put in for next year? We don't want it to be a one and done. We'd love to be mm-hmm. able to evolve the class. Um, so it's also then allowed us to think of how these could be an organic transition between years. And instead of just looking at one year, looking at like three years down the road, because sometimes we'll have people say, this class was wonderful. We already took it. We'd love to see something different. Um, some mm-hmm. of them need to be the same, really. Uh, There's something always uh, new to it add to those classes anyway but some of them could definitely be evolved and then cycled back around so that helped us understand and we were going to do that um and i think that that was exciting for new instructors too and for somebody brand new not used to the typical process they didn't know any different so they're like oh okay i guess this is just the way it goes we have discussions back and forth um kind of evolve what we put in and then and uh kind of figure out a better way to maybe offer this. Um, And we had the chance for dialogue for that. Typically, we're so busy, and we were busy this year too, but to know that this was going to be something we're really going to dedicate a lot of time to allowed us to understand, okay, if this is what we're going to be doing, we need to be having conversations with a lot of people that put in their proposals, people who have either worked with us before or knew, to the process and uh figure out how we can do the best we can especially coming off last year that was all virtual um so we had a lot mm-hmm. of opportunity and of course we have our tried and true coming back we have advanced home cinema design workshop with anthony Gramani and and uh, mm-hmm. of course guy singleton we have jason Sayan, who's one of our wonderful instructors anyway for our coi program doing great classes on processes and auditing um different processes within your business um of course, Mike Maniscalco doing cybersecurity, Leslie Shiner, Courtney Berg doing business class. I mean, I could name so many of them and we have them coming back. Uh, Jason Griffin, one of my favorite people to read what he puts out there. I love what he writes. To hear him teach is fantastic. And he's Mm -hmm. doing one on culture building. So these are so important for our business owners who turn around and wonder, hey, what's going on with our retention of employees? What's going on with turnover? Well, let's talk about your practices and processes. Um, So, uh, you know, again, tech class is fantastic, but the business flair and element we're putting into them and for our standalone business classes, wonderful for our business owners wanting to learn some new things this year. Really, really great.
0: Great, Jason. Um, I, I, I want to get into what's exciting about the the show itself and on the show floor. But one one just like little little bit of a snag there before we go there. Um, is there any are there any companies that just cannot exhibit like big name companies just because of uh, logistics and that type type of thing at this point? Are we are we looking? <laughs> that, that's that's your that's your uh, your your supervisor telling you not to comment, <laughs> I think, right there.
2: Um, I was trying to so, see if that was my dog or you,
0: Samantha's dog. Uh, uh, that's, oh, that's yeah. not I
2: yours. I heard my okay, lab in the Samantha. background earlier and I texted my wife and told her to say shush. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's okay. We're the a dog friendly uh, <laughs> Working from home, right? Um,
1: so, yes, exactly. you know,
2: nearly all of our, our major brands uh, have returned to the show with similar space sizes as in the past. You know, uh, we're also okay. excited to have Crestron back in the show. They were supposed to be in last year, but yeah. then COVID happened and did the virtual event. But, uh, you know, Crestron's our largest exhibitor this year. Sony, Samsung, Harman, Elon, Nortech Group, LG, URC, Origin Acoustics, Yamaha, uh, Savant, SnapAV, Control4, Lutron, ADI I mean we have all the major brands uh you know showing mm-hmm. uh their products at the show floor which is great um we have unfortunately lost uh, a number of international brands who you know for travel restrictions shipping supply chain issues or having issues coming to the show this year totally understandable uh and they've all uh, said hey where is the contract we're going to resign for 22 and see you in Dallas next year so Um, Really positive. Um, You know, there's been some, you know, domestic brands, some smaller companies that have had challenges and made a choice this year not to join us, unfortunately. But overall, I mean, we'll have over 250 brands on the show floor, uh, you know, well over 100,000 square feet of exhibits. It's still going to be a massive event. Thousands and thousands of attendees will come. Um, You know, we've already had over 1,000 people register in just the first week since we opened up registration. So. Uh, hotel room reservations are picking up. Uh, we have plenty of rooms. So uh, it's going to be a great show um, and and the whole gamut of, of product uh, will be there. And, you know, <clears throat> I wanted to touch on, you know, this year, you know, in addition to the education, you know, having new, you know, there's, you know, we're talking about uh, new trends. We have an innovation hub presentation area on the floor where we're talking about uh, work from home technologies, resi commercial, outdoor living, lighting, security, smart water, um, you know these trends that are that are happening in the industry that attendees need to capitalize on and learn about and mm-hmm. learn how to implement new technologies. We've seen a big crossover in a commercial and enterprise grade uh, products coming into the, the home, especially we talk about home office solutions. You know, uh, you go from the the boardroom to your your home office and you need to have the same capabilities. You need to have a robust network. You need to have camera and lighting control. You need to have a a great collaboration solution for your home office. Uh, There's ergonomics, design, acoustics, lighting uh, control, you know, all these factors that go into having a great office experience at home that, you know, Mm -hmm. heretofore, uh most of the residential channel hasn't had to deal with uh, in the past. Um, mm-hmm. you know so so there's a lot of learning opportunity there. At the same time, uh, you know there's advances in in display technology, audio technology, signal distribution, control. Um, you know things are are changing rapidly and and again, this is the opportunity to to get back there to see the new products, talk directly with the manufacturer's personnel on the show floor. Um, you know, we're bringing back uh, what was known as the innovation alley uh, or rookie row back mm-hmm. in the day. It's called the Launchpad now, and it's really featuring new to market companies and also companies that are part of the CDF Propel uh, program as well. We have our tech mm-hmm. starter uh, program that will be a, a judged uh, program. So we'll select the, the top new uh, company entering the market that participates in the show um, we'll still have our smart stage where we're talking about these industry trends that I just touched on, um, you know, and, and we're also excited to bring back the CE pro all-star band for uh, Wednesday <laughs> night after our awards program yes. on the show floor and uh, everybody will be able to have a beer. They haven't advanced technology yet that you can have a beer online. You know, I mean, yes, there's virtual uh-huh. happy hours where we can each have our own beer, but to actually be physically right. there and drinking a cold beer uh i think it'll be fantastic listening to some great music after a full day on the show floor so i'm really excited about it. i'm very passionate about technology so it's it's really cool as an av geek to to get back and and see and listen and touch and feel um the technology to get a better understanding of how it all goes together another uh a key trend is in, around wellness obviously and not just you know mm-hmm. hygiene and you know any uh, 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 you know disinfection and uh, you know clean surfaces and all that, but but more you know about our personal wellness, our our health, our our living environment. Uh, you know air filtration, water filtration, uh, lighting. Um, you know just the whole uh, zenness, if you will, of of you know we're spending so much time at home. Um, you know, we're right. investing more in our homes. Clearly, the home building industry, the remodeling industry is, has taken off like wildfire uh, over the last 18 months. And uh, we, we see that will continue on. Um, so there's great opportunities for uh, integrators to, uh, you know, speak with their customers and look at new solutions. And uh, even, you know, fitness technology. I mean, there's, there's just uh, so many new areas of opportunity uh, to engage customers at home and, uh, and integrate those systems together for uh, a greater experience. And, um, you know, so we're seeing all that come together at this year's show. It's an exciting time. Uh, I think it's exciting to get back uh, in person uh, to make those connections to see the products. And, uh, you know, we'll still have sound rooms. We still have manufactured product training sessions. We'll still have high performance audio rooms at the show. So, you know, all those things that uh, you've known and love over the years, if you've been a past attendee, uh, you'll be able to, to uh, take take advantage of that. At the same time, if you're new uh, to the industry, you know, not, you know, or coming into it from, uh, you know, one of many different uh, uh, tangent industry segments and you're getting involved, uh, it's just a great opportunity. So, you can learn, see, connect. And, um, you know, it's a great opportunity. So, that that FOMO of, you know, missing out on getting back in person, I, I hope you have it. So, uh, so you plan to register and be there with us.
0: Well, I think if we can all get over the hump on terms of the comfort level, uh, of, of getting out in the world again, and I think a lot of folks in the industry are out in the world, they've been working in the world for sure. the entire time because they've been, um, an essential a yeah. part of this uh return and and i think um if they can get uh the time uh to get away because they are so busy um this is a great way to just sort of reinvigorate the the uh the in-person event uh, space and and you've made a great case for it it sounds like going back to home for me uh for the event um and and i think we'll we'll see a great step forward so um Samantha, do you have anything else to add before I uh, wrap up here and give us some uh, some links to where to go?
1: Sure. Well, I you know I was going to echo what Jason's saying. There's just I remember my first expo uh, a few years back and. The show floor is just awesome. I mean, there's just no other way to describe it. You walk onto the show floor, there's a buzz. It's exciting. Um, even those people who think they stay very, very current on trends, and they do, there's just still something that you were not expecting. Right. Um, and we do our very best with the conference to try to tie in, you know, knowledge is power for us. So we always try to make sure before you get involved in something that could be, you know, uh, a business opportunity for you, let us help you understand the technology behind it, the the true um theoretical behind something that you're just going to go out and potentially use. Of course, we're always brand agnostic with our classes. We do that for a reason to stay true to, you know, the industry and our members and everything else. But um, we have sessions this year for Ask the Experts. We are so excited about these. We introduced these last year and often, um, you know, our tried and true veterans in this industry who come and, and speak on business practices or different things will be asked often from people after they've walked the floor what do you think about this new type of, you know, this, that, or that, or, you know, mm-hmm. are you seeing a, a trend of people really wanting lighting in the house that's much more focused on wellness, as Jason mentioned, as opposed to aesthetics, like, what are you seeing? And so um, I think it's wonderful to be able to match that excitement, that buzz with also that foundational hey, now we can also help you have a better understanding of how to implement. It's not just aspirational. It can be actually very actionable for you, whether you come from a small or large business. That makes me really proud that we've partnered Um you know, as we partner with with Emerald and, and always making sure that we're going back and forth. I mean, Jason and I have had such a good relationship this year and last year making sure that once he came on board, we're we're really staying really focused on combined efforts to make this the best overall experience for somebody coming, wanting to experience, aspire to things, learn. And then, of course, take that information back to their business to implement and make it even more successful and relevant. So I just wanted to add that we're really excited about those Ask the Experts, something we added last year, and we will always continue to do that. That was one of the most, um, our feedback was really good. It was one of the most loved things we offered that last year, and we're really excited about it this year.
0: So can you uh, just dive a little bit deeper into the Ask the Expert for me and what 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 that experience is going to look like?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, it's almost like you imagine a panel, if you will, um, and it's mm-hmm. very open. And I love that it's open because it adds a very organic element to the dialogue. So we have some real veteran instructors for us and veterans in the industry, I would call them coming in. And you can ask questions related to the topic at hand. So we have one on direct accounts, regional distribution, how that impacts your business. Um, we have others on on systems and processing and, and uh, business practices in general. And often, like last year, what we saw was in this open forum, people were putting questions into the chat about things that they have maybe been wondering about you know for years and just wanted to hear from somebody you know what does this mean to you has it been important uh, what are some of the pitfalls you saw with this um mm-hmm. and so often um we we don't have enough time within our classes to be able to ask or, or to To add a lot of Q&A time at the end. And so that was one of the things from feedback every year I was seeing where it's like, if I could only have 20 more minutes with this person, it would just make my life. And it's like, well, I don't know if we can do that, but we could certainly open it up for an hour and a half session so that you can drop in, make that an actual class time for yourself. And you come in and, and have that opportunity to learn from your peers and think about uh, questions that maybe you didn't even know you had and get more knowledge through their questions and answers. Um, So it's a less- traditional way of learning, but a really, right. really effective one.
0: Okay. So it's going to be like a classroom setting, mm-hmm. but just a more open yes. dialogue. Yes. Got it. Okay. And and Jason, one last thing you've you got, uh, you've announced the keynote, so that's something else to get excited about. But what can you tell us about our, our keynote speaker? Well, Poppy Crum uh, from Dolby, uh, you know, fantastic speaker, fantastic. Uh, really
2: forward thinking <laughs> and forward looking. And I think that's a kind of, you know, reinforces the message we've just been discussing today is that, uh, you know, it's a new environment that we're in today and and businesses to be competitive have to be forward thinking. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, having thought leadership from Poppy, you know, in the keynote and and throughout the programming uh, that CD is offering at the show, the show floor sessions on our smart stage and innovation hub and directly from the manufacturers themselves you're going to find out what's next, but more importantly, challenge your thinking about how do you expand your business in this new environment? How do you take advantage of, of new opportunities? Uh, How do you, um, you know, work more meaningfully with your, with your uh, customer? Um, And how do you look outside and establish new connections with, other resources and other groups. You know, one of the initiatives that we have at the show this year and, and we focused on the last few years is is trying to bring, you know, more builders, more architects, more designers, uh, interior designers, uh, folks from uh, the kitchen and bath industry, from from the home interior and home design industry to the show. They're the ones that are partnering with the integrators to deliver the solutions in today's modern uh, uh, homes and, and remodeling projects, and and really connect with the, the homeowner. And so, if if you build strong relationships across the trades and across the industry, you can grow your business in new and meaningful ways. And so, understanding not only the technology and how it works, but the application of it, and and you know putting putting yourself in the customer's shoe shoes, how do they understand this technology? How do you build a better experience for them? Um, that's, that's the message and theme in the show is, you know, moving forward, getting back to business, um, taking advantage of new opportunities, thinking differently. Um, and so, you know, I think that's reflected not only in, in our keynote with Poppy Crumb, but, uh, the entire show this year. So it's going to be refreshing, not only to get back together, um, but exciting at the same time. So, um, you know, Hey, if, if, uh, you're, um, no matter what, you should feel, um, confident and safe to travel to the show. Um, you know, even if you're vaccinated, my son still wears a mask, you know, he's fully vaccinated. Yeah. So, I mean, do what's, you know, do what, what you need to do to feel comfortable and safe. And, you know, so right. I, I would just leave with that message, um, that, you know, we're focusing more, we're assuming it's a health and a healthy and safe environment at this point, And we'll be, uh, we're focusing more on the, the, uh, the content. The attractions, the exhibits, the products, the reasons that uh, you know and love uh, for coming to CD Expo, and um, very excited to see everybody there. So, um, definitely uh, welcome everybody. And so, go to cdexpo.com yes. and uh, check out the show website <laughs> uh, link to register. See all the courses on there. Uh, see all the exhibitors. Our current floor plans on there. Uh, connect with brands and uh, look forward to a great event.
0: Jason McGraw and Samantha Ventura, thanks so much for joining me today to discuss Cedia Expo 2021. I'm excited and ready to, to go um, when the summer ends. So uh, I appreciate you getting us all uh, all enthusiastic about it and, uh, and feeling confident about it. So thanks for your time Great. today.
1: Thanks for having thanks,
0: me. Thanks, Jeremy. Take care. And that wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly show and consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the bi-monthly magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday virtual newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential sure lighting specialists, to architects, to installers, to baby. Home automation, smart devices, smart smart
1: house.